0: everyone and welcome to let's be real or the movie Mo- games roundtable
1: why not both bro why not both <laughs>
0: yeah. i don't know um well this one's quite of a, a casual a casual one a, a, a movie game special if you will yes uh we've taken a, a little bit of a sabbatical mm-hmm. um i think it's been like five months since we lasted this it's
1: been a long time it has it, it it it's
0: been a while yeah but all the memories are coming back now um yeah we are going to be diving into our our most anticipated for 2023 uh we, we see the we see the lineup of films we're very excited there's a a lot to be excited about especially you know on the on the blockbuster side of things there's a lot of the uh 2022 movies that we were initially excited for got pushed back to 23 so you know, you're kind of getting a, a like quite a, a dense uh, release slate, and then obviously the independent uh, films as well coming through are going to be quite mm. quite good. There's some good potential there, so we figured we'd, we'd jump on to uh, do a little special episode um, mm-hmm. in, in terms of movie games and this podcast and, and where we go. I'm not going to speak too much on that. We're we're sorting through it. We're we're figuring it out and. You know we'll work to it and when, when we can say more on that we will um right now we've just been focusing on a, a trip all three of us are going on mm-hmm. um you know the, the movie games lads we are going to uh europe we leave on boxing day 26 december and we're going to be going away for three weeks so um yeah. in terms of hearing more from us uh expect things after then and, you know, we'll be going to things like you know, Oscar predictions, our uh, top 10. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, we're, we're just focused on organizing that. So now we're super excited for it. And we're excited to dive into the moves for 2023. So uh, the way we're going to do it is similar to the way we did it last year. Or I think we did it with our top 10. Um, yeah, Our top 10 for, top 10 for <laughs> 2021. Uh, so essentially, we just go uh, through our own personal list. So we'll each say our 10th film and a 9th ninth, ninth film and then so on and so on. And then, um, you know, we, we pause the podcast, we get together, we collate our entire uh, our list together to create one just communal entire movie, list.
1: Movie games list.
0: A movie games list, the official one. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do now uh we've spiced it up this year and mm. i figured we'd open up with a little bit of a fun one and that's we we thought we would go to three least anticipated movies yes um yeah so yeah nane do you want to kick us off with one of your
1: least anticipated i always kick things off and i love to <laughs> my first one is transformers rise of the beast because oh, self-explanatory it's a transformers movie yes bumblebee was great but i mean you know like a Transformers movie like yeah. it's not going to be good it's like Fast and Furious it's just there for the spectacle
2: I can get and that's
1: what that's what we're going mm-hmm. to get I mean it's great that we're going to see the Beast bots in there Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. just like the Dino bots like like the last one mm-hmm. that's the only cool thing about it other, yeah. than, other than that it's just money
0: fair enough I was going to mm. put that in there but then I remembered Bumblebee and I was like maybe the studio's on the right track they kind of know what they want to do a little bit more so did you see the trailer? I have seen the okay. trailer yeah so it, was, it was okay um but yeah, I have a little bit more faith in the studio now with that one, so, right. with the
3: franchise. Kai, what you got? Um, did you say? Oh, do no, you, no, oh no, no! You're no, just no. asking I'll, me. I'm going okay. you, mate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I also had Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Oh no! <laughs> 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 I yeah. Um, I actually rewatched the trailer today. Yeah, yeah, um, really. and I was quite frankly pretty appalled by the vi- vi- first of all the visual effects. <clears throat> oh yeah. They look quite bad. Mm. Um. Especially considering um, Bay's film came out so many years ago, this first Transformers film, yeah. which still to this day looks pretty astonishing. Yeah, um, yeah That's true. The VFX in this looked worse looks like than MC that movie. first film. <laughs> yeah. There were it was blurry. Mm. Uh, I don't know if they had finished rendering the CGI. Yeah. Um, I don't like the designs. They didn't mm. look mechanical enough. Enough. They looked more smoother around the edges. And, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um. Also, Bumblebee, I feel is you, you you could tell it was a different movie mm. by looking at it, by watching that trailer, by getting a feel of, of what it was going for. Yeah. Um. What you get from Rise of the Beast is that it's very generic. It's very going for that big... They're trying to move back to yeah. that mm. typical Transformers, except this time they don't have Michael Bay to, you know, lead that spectacle. Yeah. Mm. And uh, they have yeah. the
1: more classic designs of Optimus prime and the Autobots. and.
3: Yep, they did bring those right? back, yeah. but... It's not what makes a movie good, is it? Yeah,
0: <laughs> Bring yeah back no, man, designs. I, I'm afraid you guys are right, and I'm I'm fully prepared to, you know, eat my words on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't put it on, my, on any of my least anticipated. Um, for me, I got uh, Super Mario Bros. <laughs> uh, I'm not excited for that. None of the trailers have generated any excitement at all for it. I've never been a fan of the game, so you can uh, kind of expect me to not really be excited in general for it. But then when you put, like chris pratt in front of you know a super super mario thing as yeah. a voice actor it just it still it doesn't feel right it doesn't sound accurate at all um yeah. so yeah it's just it may it may be fun but it, i don't think i'm gonna get anything from it so i'm, I'm really not looking forward to it yeah
3: yeah that's fair mm-hmm. i think that's a good choice and um while it is not on my list mm-hmm. um i think that's quite a good choice because i think actually the general reaction from that movie that has come out has been everyone was apprehensive about chris pratt and his voice and then much to my yeah. surprise a lot of people seem fine with it now yeah yeah which is a little I, weird to me i was like that's pretty it's pretty bad i don't know why it changed because yeah it didn't sound good yeah, yeah. i don't it sound like chris pratt yeah. yeah it just sounded like chris pratt and like it was chris just pratt trying to do like an accent yeah. i just think people just want a movie a super mario movie and so they're excited for that they're just yeah. sort of forgiving pratt's you know involvement, involvement. yeah yeah. You know.
0: yeah all right now what's your next one
1: super mario bros <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> for pretty much the same reasons as we just discussed you know uh, i mean i feel probably at least an italian actor should have been you know given that role to portray this iconic or voice this iconic italian mm, character mm-hmm. Great. and then i play the games as well so yeah. like obviously i'm a fan mm. from that side of things as well and i just don't think chris Pat- pratt will be able to do mario justice yeah
3: yeah, I mean, look, you know, Mario is not exactly an in-depth character, but um, someone zany at least a lot more yeah. zany than Pratt. And I don't mean like Pratt isn't a goofball; he is a goofball. Like he can be a goofball actor. Yeah, but uh, zany in the sense of like odd.
2: Mm. Yeah, you
3: know that, that's what you, you the voice you need behind Mario, someone who's odd and the unexpected hero. Yeah, you know the the. the I think Chris Pratt's just made waves in terms of, like, uh, voicing
0: things. Because he's doing Garfield next as well. And that's just another oh, one yes. he doesn't, he doesn't suit. Yeah, so um, I don't know why he's getting chosen for these roles. But we'll see if he can deliver. But Yeah. The trailers don't uh, provide any goodwill from me. Kai, what's your next one?
3: Uh, cocaine beer. <laughs> I spoke about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just not sold on the energy of the movie. It's a controversial one. I know everyone like mm-hmm. what, what, what thinks a bear on cocaine and they're just, oh, that just sounds fun. That just sounds like a fun movie. It does.
1: It's the new Sharknado, man.
3: But I've, I've seen these types of movies before and I've seen these types of concepts before where you can feel whether or not it's going to work. And just in my opinion, I don't think it's going to work. I think it'll be a funny concept. You'll watch it and you'll be like, yeah, that was fine that was fine mm. but what i do see is a lot of people getting excessively excited for it right where i, I just yeah. don't feel like that's it's justified i just think it's i think it's just not gonna hit yeah i mean I, I completely agree with you on on multiple
0: um areas of that and you know elizabeth elizabeth banks she does headline this as the director and she hasn't done very well as a director so far mm-hmm. so i mean I, I don't have much faith in the quality of it um, but the concept is just too, uh, too u- unique and uh, it, it feels like it's going to be a hard movie to miss. So, uh, that's why I haven't put it on mine. I'm actually quite looking forward to it, but, mm. you know, I, I do, um, you know, agree with what you are saying. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. <laughs> it comes out pretty soon, actually. Um, uh, next one for me is the Marvels.
1: The Marvels. Oh, the Marvels. The
0: Marvels. Yes. Um, why is that? The MCU has been uh, on a on a heavy decline. Mm-hmm. Um, we we know this, and you know we've certainly seen it both throughout the, you know, the Disney Plus shows and the movies in Phase Four. Just with the Marvels, um, I'm just I'm not looking forward to it. Um, if it was Captain Marvel two, I think I'd be a lot more excited for it because we get more development of that character. But the problem with the Phase Four, for me especially, is that you know things like Doctor Strange and um you know the solo movies They're so much bigger than just a solo movie now. Yeah mm-hmm. you know you know Black Panther 2 introduces um uh, Namor um yeah. and he's such a major character and you know we you explore a whole new world in that thing. So it's less about exploring the main character and just expanding expanding expanding, expanding and we getting yeah. we we getting that in the Marvels now and it's just it, it, it's too much, and I think Captain Marvel is uh, heavily underdeveloped already. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's the first movie if you if you want to exclude the Avengers movie, where she's going to be outside of her original time period. You know, yeah, back in the back in the yeah
1: prison uh, day for pr- prison yeah. day.
0: Yeah, that's the one. Um, so yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it at all. I don't know if Marvel can deliver, and if I'm being completely honest, Ant Man and the Wasp uh quantumania was considered to be my less anticipated
3: i have very wow. very little
0: mm. faith in marvel yeah right now so we'll see
3: that's a fair projection i think mm. um the only thing holding me back there is um uh K- the kamala khan character i think is d- by far the most developed mm. um i mean you've got um that woman who's off um division who will be playing a Mike su- rambo Monica yeah, Rambo, that's yeah. right she'll be playing a Marvel no development whatsoever of her character um yeah so, yeah. and then you've yeah. got Carol Danvers mm. um by um who's been in one movie and then you know parts of the different Avengers films, yeah, and it's just she's just an empty character, like you were saying, mm. so really, I feel like only the Kamala Khan character has any sort of meaningful development here, yeah um. Exactly, it's just hard to justify because
1: she had six hours to develop yeah. okay, exactly. her character. exactly
3: she had six hours and the creators put effort into it yeah and you know
0: i just don't know like what what what's the point of, of this movie and you know you know i hate to say it but but the point is to get to get the girls together you know like it, there's no reason for them to really come together just yet and maybe, maybe the movie can justify it maybe i'm wrong but i i don't see the movie really pushing us in a in a In a way that feel it feels natural at least as as phase four has done it 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 feels the storytelling feels very uh forced and one-dimensional so to how these you know these group of superheroes they can come together i just i don't know how they can make it feel natural since they have nothing to do with each other except for i guess carol dan was in monica rambo's mother I think that's yeah. the only thing. Yeah, there. that yeah. was
1: the relationship and the first, mi- yeah, first... Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, I, I want to be proven wrong with this movie, and I want MCU to get back on track, but I don't see it, mm. and I don't anticipate mm. it. So, yeah. All right, Nane, your final least anticipated film.
1: And this one's funny because it was on my most anticipated for twenty twenty two. Oh, that's interesting. Oh wow! And it's the Flash.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I would have guessed that. Yeah.
1: I mean, just I just. We explained it so much on podcast. he ever says before, you know, the...
0: We actually have, yeah. <laughs>
1: but I swear every week it's... It's, it's like, always it's like, something yeah. new with that guy. It's the uh, Ezra Miller com, uh, controversy as well, mm-hmm. and then the fact that, like, you know, we've now got James Gunn, and I forgot yep. his other name, sorry, his other partner. Yeah. Uh, we won't dive into that, but, you know, you guys, listeners, know what I'm talking about. Like, they're now, like, DC creative heads, they're going to take mm-hmm. DC into a new... Direction, so I feel this is like one of the final films of the old DC that we're gonna get. Yeah, and I'm just lost interested in this version of DC now. Yeah, <clears throat> like let's move on. Keep keep Henry cabell because that man needs to do his justice, hundred percent. But in terms of this Flash, a Flashpoint, I when on um, mm. it's one of my favorite like comic book arcs ever. Yeah, and I just know that DC won't do it justice if James Gunn was behind it yes 100% but this is pre-James Gunn so it's now on my list dude completely understand that yeah
3: yeah I mean you said it all yourself Ow. it's just gonna be a messy movie most likely and mm. uh, even if it is decent um yeah. it, it has no future direction mm. because it's it's all getting revamped so yeah. yeah
0: I think I'm I'm very excited to see the publicity for the film you know, mm. um, the the media behind it because, like, you know, we we briefly saw Ezra Miller provide a very brief apology to you know yeah. everybody and stuff like that. But like, can you really market him? Nah. Can can you put him in in, in front of press? Because the press, we we know the press, they're not going to ask about the flash. Going to ask about what did you do in Hawaii and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. and all, uh, all, gonna all be, he's going to say is no
1: comment. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So,
0: uh, it's going to be very interesting how they do that. Uh, I'm more excited for that than the movie, so I can understand why it's only at <laughs> <the> least anticipated. <laughs> I, I'm just
3: surprised Warner Brothers hasn't haven't crushed like a Coke can just yet, like committed to it, eh? Well, yeah, like oh, I, I would have expected them to just throw it in the bin like the rest of them because th- like uh, Batwoman. I think yeah.
1: I think it was because it was far too done already.
3: Yeah, but so was Batwoman.
1: Yeah, but Batwoman. But I, Batwoman's not as major of a character as the Flash is.
0: I'm pretty sure that was like between sixty and 90 million budget. I think this is like 200 250. And I think it's done like reshoots like multiple times. So yeah, expect like 300 million. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Kyle, what's your last least anticipated?
3: I'm probably going to eat my words on this. And there's a reason why it's um, least anticipated on my least anticipated. And it has largely due, it's largely due to the trajectory I have felt from this creator. And that's next goal wins.
1: Oh, oh yes, I was going to put this on my lesson to spat it as well. Yeah. I agree with you, oh. Kyle.
3: Um, this is I, a good one. I've seen a, a major sharp drop of Taika Waititi's skills as a director. And yes, that does include Jojo Rabbit. I'm not a fan of that movie. Oh, um, he's really there are parts of it I like. Yeah. But I ultimately came out kind of with a, a sour taste in my mouth mm-hmm. for that film. And then Thor Love and Thunder has not instilled more confidence in me of his ability as a director i think he's just yeah. sort of let his ego get ahead a bit
1: yeah yeah
3: um and he's he thinks whatever he touch can can mm-hmm. just amount to it to something great but yeah. it, it's just i just don't i just don't have faith anymore yeah. and and relative to what a lot of other people will feel about it mm. um i won't be excited for it yeah so it's not to say that i think it's going to be the worst movie of the year mm. um i just think it's my least anticipated relative to what everyone else is feeling yeah
0: yeah no that that's fair i'm i'm 100 100 on board with you on that um especially after thor love and thunder has come out okay. and Tyker's response uh reinforces what you said where you know his ego's really got ahead of him you know Mm. he he said after thor love and thunder is like oh like i wish thor ragnarok hadn't done so well because then you know like critics would have like liked love and thunder more and i'm like no it was like pretty bad dude like Mm. you did it you didn't do a very good job like and and that that's fine directors have misses like just own it learn from it and then evolve as a as a creator yeah um and i i hope he can actually kind of evolve where he can actually become that kind of person where he can actually like look at his mistakes look at his shortcomings and then grow from that but i just nothing that he said has indicated to me that he will grow from love and thunder yeah and yeah i'm with you with jojo rabbit i don't know um why that got such high praise i was kind of underwhelmed as well yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, all right uh my last least to is The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to this at all. And it's not yep. like I have any, uh, I guess, preconceived, you know, objections to the franchise at all. Uh, like, the franchise is fine with me. Um, it's just, The Hunger Games for me is when it's at its best was when it was The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. When it's throwing you into that arena and kind of letting you live out I guess, the, the survival yeah. element of it through the characters. And, you know, we saw with Mocking Mockingjay Part 1 and Part 2, when it doesn't have that, the movies aren't that great. Mm. Or interesting or intense. Yeah, there's nothing really about them. And I think, um, I, I guess, in terms of, you know, the political landscape of that world, it's not intriguing enough to be um, anything interesting beyond... The Hunger Games concept, um, and yeah. so I, I don't know too much about this movie, but I know the the book, the the novel, is not well received within its own right. So it makes me wonder, like, if this can be, uh, you know, translated and even better than the novel, which is always a hard thing to. That's a tall task to begin with. Yeah. And so if the novel's not as good as the as like the actual Hunger Games franchise, then the movie it's probably going to be around that same kind of thing. So yeah. Um, yeah.
3: I think that's a fair choice, especially yeah. since, um, uh, what's mm. his, what's the director's name? Scott Frank. Um, Scott something maybe. Yeah. Um, is, uh, I don't know. He's just been doing all the hunger games movies mm. and it does remind me of, um, the Harry Potter director. What is his name? Gareth, uh, Edwards. Is it? No, G- G- not a di- Oh, D- um, David Yates, yeah. yeah. David Yates. Yates. I don't know why <laughs> Gareth. After fantastic beat, he is Darth Yates, Um he just <laughs> has complete ownership of it. It's like yeah. I just think like why are you giving this guy complete ownership of all the movies? Mm. It's like I get like someone can show consistency yeah. across certain ones, yeah. but um you know, David Yates is not proven to show consistency mm. um, he across yeah. the yeah. Fantastic Beast films. So He's and you don't need to tell me yeah and it's just like why why bring him back he's not the only director who's capable of making a Hunger Games film it's like there are plenty of directors out there that could could do it I don't know absolutely it's weird yeah. to me it's just weird yeah
0: yeah but that's that's what we live in um alright so yeah we, we got a least anticipated out of the way um we're going to move into our most anticipated now so stuff we're looking forward to mhm um obviously Uh, 2023 is very, very dense in terms of movies that we're excited for. So yes, we had to allow for some honorable mentions here. We've each chosen five honorable mentions to include Mm -hmm. within our top 10. Um, so man, kick us off. What are your five? Just say them all. Just say them all. Just say
1: them all. It is a Maestro. Oh yeah. The wonderful story of Henry Sugar.
0: Oh, the Wes, and- Wes, Anderson. Wes Anderson. Oh, okay. Yep. yep.
1: The Killer. Oh, okay. Adventure, yep. Creed 3 and Dune 2. Wow. Dune 2 didn't make top
3: 10.
0: That's oh. insane. Wow.
3: Oh, my gosh. That's unprecedented. I'm very... Mm.
1: I think my top 10 is going to surprise you guys.
0: I'm very interested because <laughs> Dune's quite a, a big film. Uh, it is. Yeah, and one I wouldn't expect to be out of anyone's top 10. That's very uh,
3: interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. All right, Kyan, what's your five honorable mentions? Asteroid City by Wes Anderson. Yep. Sounds like quite an intriguing concept for him. Mm -hmm. Um, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom.
1: Of course, course. <laughs> yeah. I've got to get my boy James warning in here. Um,
3: I'm there for the spectacle, yep. uh, not for Amber Heard. <laughs> oh, um, good, yeah. um, Blitz by Steve McQueen. Uh-huh. It's got my my girl Susha Ronan in it. Yeah, um, Inside by Willem Dafoe. Of course, with mm. Willem Dafoe, um, and Missing the f- sequel to well, sequel but follow up to mm. Searching. Yes, mm. um, yeah. I found Searching to be. Super enthralling. Yeah, that
0: was cool. The way it was done, all online. Eh? Yeah. yeah,
3: and it just you just sink into the movie. Yeah, any movie yeah. that can get you to completely, a hundred percent, have your full attention mm. is is doing something special. Yeah.
0: yeah, that movie was great. It's heavily underrated, I found as well. Heavily <laughs> underrated. Yeah, it's not talked about enough. Yes, all yours. Right. My five most oh, honorable mentions. Mm. um Asteroid City with oh, Anderson. <laughs> i agree with you I'm, i love the cast I'm, I'm excited for that one uh next one disappointment boulevard by mm. Ariasta. um you know i've heard a lot of good things about this and um or not not good things i've just heard a lot of uh interesting good, things interesting things is probably the the right word there yeah and, and in terms of Ariasta really building this like quite quite more thoroughly than is it past films which is heavily intriguing for me mm. and to hear it's going to be like a, a three hour long thing that makes that's and a very large budget for a24 i believe yeah i think it might be the highest budgeted a24 film
3: i believe wow.
0: so. i may be wrong on that so correct me if i'm wrong but yeah next one is the killer
3: oh the killer by fincher david finch
0: yeah okay missed, missed out on the top 10 um i don't really know what finch has been doing except for mank in terms of directing feature films i know he's uh you know dabbled in television series but um Hopefully he can bring back his, uh, you know, his uh, craftsmanship back to back to film with this one. Um, yep. Next one is Air Jordan.
1: <laughs> you basketball <sighs> fiend. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean basketball. Uh, K- kind, not half about that one. Should have put it on his list. It's better then. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it is directed by Ben Affleck, and I can recognise that. Um, yeah. He has directed some good stuff in the past. Not recently. We know that. Uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck scripts. Um, okay. They've wrote. They've like done two screenplays together, and that was the Last Duel and Good Will Hunting, mm-hmm. both great films on the screenplay level. Mm-hmm. So I have faith in that aspect. And just um, it, it's about you know Nike's uh, relentless pursuit of um, signing Michael Jordan to a contract. And I don't expect you guys to understand, but like that story uh, is incredibly like. Intrigue, and i would like to see that on film Mm. was that
1: touched upon in the last dance
0: last dance yeah it was um touched upon briefly um but this one should i I expect it to go in a little bit deeper than that but it's changed our entire you know sports landscape so Mm. it's really something that i would like to see you know dove into a bit more and then blitz by steve mcqueen is my final one hey yeah yeah uh it's got my girl Sishron in it. <laughs>
1: oh, we're uh, gonna have a fight here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, yeah, but like I mean, like the the plot itself, the cast and Steve McQueen, you know, it's a recipe for a good film and so I can't I can't bet against it. Personally. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. All right. So those are our honorable mentions. They just missed out on our, our personal top ten most anticipated for next year. Yes. Um so we're we we're gonna go around and we're gonna say uh starting from our tenth most anticipated move up to one. Yeah. All right. So, Nane, you are kicking us off. What is mm. your 10th most despised film of 2023?
1: One second, I'm going to crack this open. If you guys heard that, that was me cracking open a beer because we're on to the main event now. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you expect from there? Honestly. <laughs> uh, my number 10 is Argo.
0: Oh, keeping it wow. in there, eh? Yeah, keep, oh, keeping it
1: in there. It's <laughs> been consistent and in, in one of ours. We
0: do? I'm sorry. No, carry on. <laughs>
1: it's just, yeah, d- d- the first one didn't do nothing for me, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Ouch. Right, carry on, keep going. Yeah. Uh I'm,
1: But I think just something like Argo just had me has me more intrigued. I mean, Matthew Vaughn. I mean, it's just it's gonna be like a mindless fun blockbuster film, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And the casting for it is great as well. That's true. Yeah, yeah. My
3: number ten is. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. This is going to be brutal
0: for me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, At least it made the list.
3: Yeah, it made the list. Uh, I, I just think there are there are too many, well, um, should I say, um, kind of backhand movies there that can just come out and take me by surprise and, and could be better, yeah. just better. Mm. Mission Impossible films for me, and I've said this in the past, are always a great experience. But I've never connected with the characters. Yeah,
0: you've always held true to that, yeah.
3: Yeah, and I've just... It just hasn't changed. I don't know if it ever will. Mm -hmm. It might indeed Reckoning, because it feels quite important, and it's the final ones. Yeah. But... um, Save it for part two. Yeah, we'll save it for part (laughs) two. I mean, mean, look, with... um, the final James Bond film, I, mm. I didn't expect to feel as much emotion. That's true. So um, um, I could I could feel that with Dead Reckoning Part Two. Yeah, and I think it probably will be more anticipated for me.
0: Nah, that that that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, my tenth is Maestro, directed by Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen some set photos from that, and he mm. looks pretty much unrecognizable in it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, I remember when A Star Is Born was coming out. I was do, we were doing our most anticipated for that year and you know we saw it and we saw that lady gaga was starring in it and it was intriguing mm-hmm. um and then the movie came up and came out and it blew us away like, yeah. in terms of quality and uh you know he, he already seems to have a good grasp on the, the technical side of things and it just made for a really great viewing experience so i swore to myself again i'll never bet against bradley cooper as a director mm. and so i'm not gonna do it here i don't know much about the plot um or, or who it's based on but Bradley Cooper as a director I've someone he, he's someone that, that I have like faith in so yeah I'm I'm excited for it it seems to be going all out for it what yeah. if he's a one-hit no wonder doubt.
1: huh what if he's a one-hit wonder
0: then I'll lose faith in him <laughs> <laughs> what's your ninth man
1: Guardians of the Galaxy 3 <sighs> yeah okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean that first trailer was great and all and and james gunn's gonna be great like it, he said that this is probably gonna be the last time like the gardens are ever gonna be together mm-hmm. um but again like this is just so tight for me in terms of stuff like this could have easily been like anywhere higher but just mm. in terms of what i'm most in- anticipated it comes in at number nine for me
3: yeah fair.
0: fair fair enough yeah
3: uh, number nine for me is indiana jones and the dial of destiny interesting i can't bet against james mangold anymore he's um ford v ferrari logan Mm. um you know he is the purveyor of um the older character coming back and knocking everyone away you know with logan i feel like everyone now compares oh bring back that old character it could be like logan you know, yeah. and watch the if, box office explode. Of, box yeah. Office yeah. explode. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how much influence James Mangold's Logan has had that's on old character returning. I haven't considered that. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm at, I'm at the very most like, openly skeptical, but kind of optimistic about it. Yeah. Um, I think there could be, some hidden things behind it that they're not showing us, mm. and I think there are. Yeah. Um, I think there are.
0: Mm. Okay. Interesting. Um, my number nine is Wonka. Aye. Hey, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's from the director of the Paddington movies. It is. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen them myself, and I really,
3: really do need to watch them. It's the greatest films of all time you haven't seen?
1: Oh, but smelling <laughs> no, no 100%.
3: It's ninety nine percent the same yeah. as so, same as Citizen Kane, fortunately.
0: unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not good.
3: Um no, yeah, but you know,
0: it, there's a good um amount of talent behind the camera and you know, um in front of the camera you got Timothy Chalamet playing mm-hmm. Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And you know, I would never have pictured uh Timothy Chalamet playing this kind of character ever. Mm-hmm and and then you know i thought about it after it was announced and then i saw the set photos and it feels almost kind of perfect now like mm. you know, i'm really really intrigued by this and it, it, you know it comes out around christmas time and it, sh- it feels like such like a perfect film around that time and i'm just i'm super excited to just see what can come from this and while i haven't seen the paddington movies i know they're incredibly wholesome and if he can kind of provide that lens to this kind of movie i think it's going to be the perfect kind of holiday movie mm-hmm. in a really, really good kind of way. And, you know, maybe, you know, you might see Timothy Chalamet actually have a kind of a really great performance. here. So hmm. yeah. Yeah. Excited for That's it. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Eighth.
1: Eighth. What you got? Wonka, bro. Hey. Wow. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I do like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I've read the books like, or the book so many times. Mm-hmm. And I thought the first film was great. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah charlie and the tractor factory the movie by james you like the john oh, depp one the john depp one yeah. uh, no <laughs> not really <laughs> yeah. but i i think when i heard this um being announced i was like oh, okay this is one to keep an eye on and then as you mentioned like as soon as you saw that first set photo of mm. um Tim- timothy chalamet as wonka is yeah. just like this is like one of those characters that he's made for
0: yeah yeah it, f- it mm. feels you know? kind of neat like yeah. we, ha- we haven't
1: seen anything but just based on that first image this is it's yeah. just like you're born to play this role yeah
0: and and, and yeah. just that you know the plot premise is <clears throat> the origin story yeah and I'm, I'm excited for a, a different take Not, to, yeah, no yeah. no no Charlie yeah get rid of him and
1: just see how Willie made yeah, this that, chocolate empire
0: that might be the most intriguing part about that entire story so and yeah. Oompa
1: I god by there better be an Oompa in this <laughs> 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 there's
0: gotta be mate there's gotta be we love the Oompa
3: Kai what you got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3
0: oh very interesting
3: yeah Mate. um james i have gone know. off marvel a lot um <laughs> I've know. lost a lot of faith in them as you were saying yeah. earlier yeah. um but i have not lost faith in james gunn um he is he's always consistent I love that quote That's like, yeah. yeah um he's uh, just the trailer alone kind of made me feel something yeah uh, I was watching and I was going, damn mm-hmm. this is gonna be a final movie yeah and it feels like a final movie and if mm. you can make your third film feel final yeah you're doing something right yeah yeah i'm excited
0: fair enough i agree with that my number eight is killers of the flower moon oh very very good um you know martin scorsese i didn't understand anything more about him we, we you really we all, don't yeah <laughs> we, we all know what he can do uh leonardo dicaprio i didn't understand anything more about him either um, but you know, you pair these two together and they make cinematic gold. There's no other words to explain it. Um, I don't have any interest in the plot, mm-hmm. but I don't care because you know you got those two together and they're legends and yeah. and and films. So that's yep. all that that's all that needs to be said, honestly, for me. Um, but yeah, that's my number eight. All right, seventh, mm. Nayan, what you got?
1: Seventh, Funny enough, Mission Impossible Seven. Seven.
0: Did oh. reckoning.
3: Did reckoning.
2: Yeah,
1: after yeah, seeing Top Gun and. The links that Tom Cruise went to, and then that mm-hmm. that crazy video of him just on a plane, announcing, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> announcing this trailer, uh, unharnessed, and then just suddenly turning like almost vertically. Yeah, like we're in for something special. Even that first trailer, like him run at the end of it, him run off the cliff and just jumping off. Yeah, that's no strings. Literally no strings <laughs> attached to him. So this this guy is bonkers i have no idea what he does before he goes from his stuff but i'm excited to see what he does for this
0: fair enough Uh, yeah yeah. nothing else yeah kai seventh what you got the killer
3: by david fincher oh you got into your top 10 eh i did um i'm i'm putting some faith in here because this is the last time fincher did a film like this was gone girl and i loved gone girl I mean, yeah. it was amazing great film. and then prior to that um seven i think he's just a master of suspense mm-hmm. in that thriller mystery landscape yeah when he's in the thriller mystery landscape he can just create some of the most unique films you've ever seen mm. fight club of course being a great example yeah um amazing so fincher for me back back in the space again excites me because whenever yeah. he touches it, mm. um, you know, I get excited. Also, of course he he did um Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which was also an amazing yeah. readaptation of the um Nordic film. Mm. So uh, all I can say is I'm I'm glad to have Fincher back here. So yeah. that's why I'm excited for it. that's completely, why it's on my list.
0: Completely agree, yeah. All right. My number seventh. All right. Mm-hmm. Dune part two.
2: Ooh. Now this,
0: my seventh to first are very uh, interchangeable and, you know, certain things could be announced in the year that could change. Gotcha. They. So they're yeah. very close together, but Dune part two is my number seventh right now. Um, unlike Nay, <laughs> the first one did something for me. It showed me promise. It showed me dedication to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt like a half story, so I didn't get anything from it, um, you know, coming out of it. But I saw, you know, a, a unique take on world building. And um, I, th- I think, you know, just Denis Villain, if he really stuck to uh, his kind of vision for this. It feels very... Really not not a bunch of visions mixed either kind of thing. Or it's not manufactured by studio. It just feels like a singular vision yes. being brought to life. And it felt like half a story. So I'm very, very happy that he gets a chance to really bring it back and close out the story here. Because if Doom Part 2 works in a really good way then it makes part one so much more valuable it does yeah so um, you know the first one showed me promise if you can deliver in this one in the way they did with the first one then you know you got a, you know, a great little little franchise here you know so um, yeah and absolutely and I just can't bet it
3: against Denis Villeneuve you know so yeah yeah. You, you ask anyone silly to bet against him I think uh, he's right yeah. there yeah um, I don't I bet against him he's <laughs> my honourable
1: mentions <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah but
0: no yeah number seventh, pretty good for me um all right, now we're gonna move on to six now what
1: is your sixth? john wick chapter
0: four nice nice
1: S- standard for me i'm a big john wick fan mm-hmm. and this was much higher on my 2022 list yep 22 to 2022 list yeah yeah it was and then it got delayed i mean i haven't seen the latest trailer but i've seen the second trailer mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh no sorry I've seen the first trailer, I haven't seen the latest trailer and yep. that first trailer is all I need. I, don't, I have no interest in seeing that second trailer or any I other trailers. Any trailers
0: and I not trailers I plan to keep it that way, yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely a man. Like, I'm just... Yeah. It's one of those franchises that's just captivating. Like, it's a excellent action movie on a technical mm. aspect as well like yeah. like gun handling fight combat and stuff like that along with like visuals yeah. and stuff like that yeah, cause
0: yeah i remember we watched it together yeah. didn't we like yeah. the first two and turn preparation for the third one because yep. we hadn't seen the john wicks before yeah yeah so and, and i was just blown away and, and john wicks 3 was great as well yeah yeah so yeah so heavily yeah. excited for this mm. to finally come out
3: yeah kind your seventh oh sixth sorry My number six is Poor Things by Yorgos Lanthimos. Oh, great choice, great choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there is, I think, a very strong reason for this. Mm. Um, I'm not going to... I'll only trash him twice more. But um, Taika Waititi, Mm -hmm. as we were saying, (laughs) his films are getting what I feel to be progressively worse as he goes along. Yeah. Whereas Lanthimos is getting progressively better. I agree with that. With each film that releases. Yeah. Let me just uh, read to you just a small snippet of the synopsis of Poor Things. Yeah. A woman has her brain replaced with the brain of an unborn child with the help of her father.
0: <laughs>
3: what are we in for? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I actually read that recently, yeah. Yeah. So, no, that is very... Uh...
3: It just excites me. You know, Emma Stone is the lead character and the father playing is Willem Dafoe. Mm. Um, I'm just... I'm in oh, I don't know what what that is gonna be. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm. Oh, you
0: reminded me of that plot again. That kind of makes me regret not putting it in. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I've like it, it's it's hard for me to you know kind of I guess vibe with Jorgis's kind of films. Mm-hmm. The the favorite was The Closest I Got. And I really do like that movie. Um, but you are right; they are they do keep getting better. So mm-hmm. you know, I hope you know he can deliver on this one as well. Absolutely. You know? uh my number six is spider-man across the spider-verse yes i have i have to put it in there you know as a natural spider-man fan myself you know he's all automatically going to be included um and when it's the follow-up to uh into the spider-verse you know it's going to be high up there because uh yeah yeah what one more can be said about that movie that movie has had a you know I guess a radical kind of influence on modern animation films very quickly as well. We've yeah, seen that um, across
1: um, DreamX's films,
0: yeah, 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 and you know just ev- everything that's coming out. They're kind of bringing in that kind of style
3: of animation, yeah, even like. *Puss in Boots: Last Wish*. Yeah, yeah. great film. Um, <laughs> it is a great
1: film. Best film of the year. <laughs> Close. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. but um, yeah. No, across the Spider Verse. No, I just i have complete faith in in what the vision is here between um the two directors i can't remember the names right now but what's uh, phil lord and chris miller yeah yeah i I I think it is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um and and they've planned you know across the spider verse and beyond the spider verse um for next year in 2024 so there's a good vision in place here and i've heard just only good things about where they want to take these characters and stuff like that so i'm i'm extremely excited you know Mm. yeah um yeah it's good a choice great choice okay we're gonna move into the top five of 2023 now name what is your fifth most anticipated film of 2023
1: my fifth most anticipated film of 2023 is asteroid city oh wow wow mm. Whoa, that made a high the old wes anderson film um, i've recently watched wes anderson's films and i really love the way he directs stuff mm. so then after seeing reading the synopsis for this and the cast, I was like, yeah, nah, this is yeah." the like, cast is amazing. It, it is, it is like, great. Yeah. And his, fil- his, his films are always just so good, yeah. which is why both his films made like top 10 and honorable mentions as well. Yeah. For yeah. Me. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this and I hope, hope it's good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. what well, I'm curious, what films have you watched recently of his?
1: Uh, m- most of them. Grand Purpest, Isle of Dogs. I think I've watched all of them except for Life, the aquatic one.
3: Oh, really yeah okay so you watched the royal tenenbaums yeah oh nice did you like that i did like that yeah it's mm. quite good isn't yeah. it yeah um my number five spider-man across the spider-verse
2: oh hi <laughs> there me what's yep. going on <laughs> <laughs> this is an
3: odd top 10 from everybody today um i was speaking with name briefly about that movie and saying to him that um i feel like um well the the, the first film is going to be with such a a shock on how visually enthralling it was that the second one mm. might not be as dramatic of a shock true but then i remembered there are a lot of very different animation styles throughout that film mm. that they were showing yeah so i think that i have a very good reason to be excited for it um purely on an animation level i think this is these are such important films for pushing animation yeah and 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 not just you know the art of animation itself but the story the narrative of it what you can do with it yeah it just shows that animation itself is like limitless you yeah. can do anything with it it's f- pretty crazy yeah further than what you can do with live action yeah, yeah. i believe um
0: the director said that there's six different animation styles and for the across the spider that's anime. so exciting that's crazy <laughs> they're, they're just gonna blend <laughs> together that's insane yeah that is so, yeah, I completely agree with that. and I'm, I'm glad it made made you less. I was getting yeah. worried for a second. <laughs> uh, my number five is Barbie. Number wow. five is Barbie, eh? Barbie, yes. And uh, I know for our most anticipated 2022, our most anticipated 2021, me and Kyan have put Barbie in there always because we mm-hmm. knew... Uh, Greta Gerwig was, Gerwig was behind it. We knew Margaret Robbie was there and we knew... Um, Noah Baumbach was attached. Was attached with Greta Gerwig, Greta Gerwig to write the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew that before everyone else, because I think it's kind of latched on to, I guess, the common mind now of like that this movie is going to be quite good or interesting or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we were quite there early on in terms of knowing that the talent behind and in front of the camera was going to be quite good and that they're going to do something quite special with this yeah and I, I remain true to that as well um so yeah to have it number five is completely fitting because you know we've seen photos in in the last 12 months mm-hmm. so it looks like it's gonna own up to to what we were promised so i'm, I'm yeah. very much looking forward to this it's about about fucking time honestly <laughs> 100%. yeah all right fourth man what you got
1: killers of flower man off the Flower Moon. Ooh, top yeah.
0: four. Okay. Interesting.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio, my favorite actor, is automatically going to be quite high. Yeah. And then him and Scorsese as well. I mean, Wolf of Four Street is gold. Like, yeah. pretty much anything them two do is gold. Yeah. And then the narrative uh, between the, um, for this film is just intriguing. Like, what well, was it? Something about spies and FBI in the 1920s interrogating this family or something? Mm. Yeah. Like, I think Martin Scorsese and this whole cast, Leonardo DiCaprio as well, is... Room for something special. So,
3: well, oh, look at yeah. Scorsese. There's every potential chance it's the best movie of the year with yeah, him. True. So, and there's
1: every chance DiCaprio could get another Oscar nom. Yeah, yeah,
3: but not a win. Hey. <laughs>
1: <Hey. laughs> no, nah, yeah, he he needs to crawl through and eat stuff for, to <laughs> to make that happen.
0: It's the only way nah yeah but it's, it's like i said before you know like you just mentioned those two names and boom that's a top 10 like kind of film yeah, yeah it's okay. kind of like a default for yeah, many yeah, people yeah a default that's a good word uh kind number four
3: number four <laughs> oppenheimer
2: oh okay uh, uh.
3: yeah um i'm very ex- don't get me wrong i'm number four is interchangeable with pretty much any of the top four i have yeah um they're, they're, they're all so close mm. um and i'm purely going off like guessing yeah um at this stage and and not what i know will be good or not yeah obviously yeah. we can't know yeah um but oppenheimer is an awesome subject matter and i'm excited to see nolan while not going smaller on budget or cast um going smaller in scale um yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and moving into something a little more closed mm-hmm. and confined i'm excited for that yeah
0: yeah. Enough. Yeah. Uh, my number four is
3: John Wick Chapter 4.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that made it quite high. I was quite surprised by it. But um I haven't seen any trailers from it. Um, you know, I've seen a couple of posts and stuff like that. But that's really all I've seen from this. Um, John Wick Chapter 3 blew me away. Like, I was crazy shocked at how good that movie was. was. And, you know, two and one, they're just great. And,. I'm rep- viewings are even better in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it just feels like this franchise is really growing in a really great way. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited for you know some, for just I love great action. Yeah. Really yeah. good, interesting, innovative kind of action, and I think John Wick brings it every single time. Yeah. And so you know when there's stuff like that, I just I can't help but be crazily excited for it. Yeah. So that's mine. Fear all right moving to the top three now Nan what's your third
1: now I said to Khan before this my, I, I knew what my, my top three was but I was struggling to place them mm-hmm. and I finally placed them and at number three is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse
0: Ooh. yep nice
1: mm. wow I mean you guys touched upon Madro with the <laughs> reasons already so <laughs> <to> so, <laughs> yeah. so I can't really add anything yeah. to that besides that like, you know a comic book fan it's crazy that
0: yeah. you know I consider I'm the biggest Spider-Man fan that it's the lowest on
1: my list so yeah I'm,
0: I'm surprised by that yeah i'm surprised it was this mm.
1: long on your list to be honest i'm
0: surprised it's that third for you that's uh, that's yeah. pretty big yeah mm. all right kyan
3: what's your third um my number three is barbie
0: Ooh.
2: Ooh,
3: yeah love it uh i gotta stick by my my constant de- uh, devotion to this movie and um it's been a long time man we're, it's we're been, been a long way yeah yeah <laughs> um i'm excited for it yeah it's it's gotten more into pop culture now a lot of people know about it but Absolutely yeah. Um I haven't lost any faith mm. in in what it can produce and what it could do. I think it could do something very very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's all they really have to say I mean. Yeah. You know, we've we've covered it so many times. <laughs> I remember it
0: was funny we were doing our most anticipated 2021 and Barbie was uh in line to be released that year, you know. Um obviously before Covid. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um and you know, name was quite new to, to movie games with us yeah. and and we had said barbie and like this look on his face <laughs> when you and i said barbie for like the most anticipated he was like what like yeah and then we like kind of told him and then we told him like you know what well, great girl we an bomb batch they do and my yeah. Robbie. And he's like oh okay all right yeah. now i'm in <laughs> now i'm in yeah so it seems like everybody else is coming onto that as well so yeah mm-hmm. i do i do um agree with you that it can do something special especially with like messages behind the narrative and stuff like that absolutely yeah my well, number three uh is going to the galaxy volume Three. Oh wow it's yeah. up there for you hey eh? it, it is up there for me um and you know it, it's like you were saying kind that you know you kind of lost a little bit of faith in marvel and what they're doing mm-hmm. and it I, I do have a little bit of fear in in, in this because of what mcu has been recently mm-hmm. um yeah, so like, I just—it does feel final, um, mm. and yeah, you know, it, it's meant to be the final Guardians film entirely, and it does feel like there are heavy stakes involved yeah. in this, and like, not all the guns will make it out, kind of thing.
1: Especially that one frame where like Peter's crying, yeah, or, like, screaming, yeah, scream yeah,
0: exactly. And then yeah. so there, there is a little bit of trepidation to me that's like holds back trying to actually get that truly excited for this because you know we know marvel and they don't like to kill off the characters and whatnot but you know just from what i saw from that trailer i'm like okay this feels you know that that brought out emotion to me um and so i believe in james gunn i believe in what he can do with these characters and you know that trailer is it shows me that there's this should be something special i just hope hope Moe stays out of it and just yeah <laughs> just let him do his thing mate. Yeah. Lee, you, you do you you know we're gonna go and fuck up like, these other projects like you, th- you, yeah.
1: th- you think they'd have to at this point I mean he's he's had two successes with Guardians 1 and 2 like exactly you'd yeah. feel with this one like they'll just let him and, and
0: just the way this kind of movie really kind of came to fruition you know when he he wrote it and then he was fired and then he was brought back onto it it's just kind of like an amazing little thing for James Gunn mm-hmm. and I remember when um, he had finished a script um and he would posted like the front page of the script on, on Twitter and I was like with all my heart so it, yeah. it really feels like it's going to be yeah. like a, a big final Marvel movie from him so I'm really really excited and I hope he can bring some emotion to MCU it's something that it's sorely missing right now totally I haven't felt it since Endgame yeah um, alright top two what is your second most anticipated <laughs> name
1: my number two is Oppenheimer
0: Oh,
1: that is my number two. No, Christopher no. Nolan at no, at uh, number two. Oh. Pretty sure I had, oh no, I had 10 you know, at number one when that first came out. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, as you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. this premise has me intrigued or yeah. excited and mm-hmm. can't wait for that trailer to drop next, next week. So, mm, yeah. and it's in black and white as well.
0: Is the trailer in black and white?
1: Uh, or? Isn't the film in black and white? No, parts, six, of it, parts of it, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Not all, not all of it, yeah. Oh, that would mm. be so cool if it was all in black and white. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, Alright, yeah. that says out to of my top ten now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. no. nah. I'm Drake's but yep, yeah. my number two,
3: armor Nice. Great choice. Yep. Kaim, second, what you got? My number two is Dune Part 2.
1: Uh, oh, what's in number one? What the hell?
3: oh we'll get to it <laughs> i know we <you're> um, <laughs> yeah dune part two okay you guys before were talking about how um uh dune dune the first dune didn't really hit you emotionally or oh i think sorry you were saying it just didn't do anything for you
1: yeah it just felt like yeah you didn't half say that. just um you complete a jigsaw puzzle and you have a piece missing
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it really comes down. I, I've thought a lot about this. I think it really comes down to the, Obviously, the characters, you, you just not having that emotional thread with them. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. you, 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 it feels you must don't know who to root for. Yeah, in Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's my number two. That's very high, mm-hmm. and the reason I have so much faith in it is because obviously it's Denis Villeneuve, but also. Denis Villeneuve is very upfront and humble about his process of making these films. Yeah. He said himself with Dune, the first one, he doesn't know whether or not he succeeded with it. Mm. So he's, he's very frank. He's no, there's no ego there. Yeah. He's very frank. He doesn't know whether or not that first movie was a success for him, mm. whether he did every part right. So that makes yeah. me think yeah. he sees the flaws and he's going to try and amend them, and he's going to try and create a complete package. Yeah, for the second one, it's only good. It's only good. Yeah. So I've got to, I've got to stick with my faith in in Dune Part Two.
0: You can't. Yeah, you just can't bet against Villeneuve. You like, can't. He's only created like masterpieces, like every single movie. Exactly. Yeah, for like, yeah, his last ten
3: years yeah. plus, yeah it's always it's always great absolutely shame on you <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh that's still the biggest surprise so far uh, um, it's got to be the new avatar <laughs> no it's not the new avatar because <laughs> avatar,
1: I didn't have an avatar in my most honorable it wasn't mentions
0: your, it was not your honorable mentions oh was it yeah oh. there's got to be the new avatar <laughs> no it's not going to be the
1: fucking new avatar get fucked best picture on me um <laughs> all
0: right my number two for 2023 is mission impossible dead reckoning a part, mm. part one yeah you've
1: had um, you this on, on your list since like fucking like 2019 haven't you
0: yeah it's sad and you know going looking back in time um i wish top gun was there as well
2: oh me too yeah
0: just we knew what that movie brings yeah um but we
3: underestimated Top Gun, didn't we?
0: I think I the think whole world <laughs> underestimated it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, fair. Right, eh? that that movie is crazy good. But you know, with, with Mission Impossible, um, those movies have only gotten better from the fourth one. You know, four, five, six. Um, yeah, you know, Fallout was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that is truly, truly good. That movie on both the technical and narrative front. um and you know Christopher mcquarrie he wrote the screenplay for or he was part of the screenplay writing for top gun maverick and you know he's i think he's directed has he directed four five and six of mission impossible i i don't know but he's directed a lot of them i know he directed the sixth one at least and that's the best one so those movies are only getting better um and you know it may not be as good and it may be uh incomplete like dune and then dune part two because it's the part one part two kind of thing yeah yeah um but you know the dedication to this franchise is absolutely insane from everybody and i think it's going to really really deliver i really hope it does yeah and the trailers in and go by it's going to be pretty great yeah um okay now we're going to move on to our individual first of the year for 2023 what we are most Anticipated for, Nan. What's your most anticipated for next year?
1: Chicken Run, bro.
0: Dawn of the Nugget. Yeah, bro. <laughs> nah,
2: no, no. Give I me junk. a real one. <laughs> Dawn of the Nugget. I just want <laughs> to <laughs> scare me like. I that. want to see your reaction.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> funny because you talked about Barbie before and how you guys are to me, mm-hmm. and that's my number one barbie's my number one
3: that's funny i i oh, thought crazy. you already said barbie i don't know why I no as soon as you said Oppenheimer, i'm like oh my
1: god barbie must be number one yeah yeah it yeah.
3: crossed yeah. my mind but then yeah. i thought he already said it but he yeah. didn't yeah. yeah
1: barbie's number one and wow and you guys ex- you guys explained like james said the story before they explained barbie to me before and this was before i saw mm-hmm. what was that greater girl little woman yeah it was before yeah. i saw mm-hmm. little woman and mm-hmm. marriage story mm-hmm. and i saw yeah, them both and i was yeah. like oh shit okay yeah. And then with my uh, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling attached as well. Mm-hmm. Damn. And then those set pictures came off. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's number one.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you Greta Gerwig and Noel Bombach. I mean, they're a married couple. So you, you yeah. pair them together. They're a power couple. And yeah, and screenwriting, a they're a power couple. So and then you just put, yeah, Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie. It's just, it's Perfect. just a synchronized perfection on film. I'm very excited
1: and and then even the rest of the cast is good like Simu Lee's in there there's another mm. Ken yeah.
0: yeah yeah I'm very interested to see how that how that plays out it's the multiverse of Barbie The <laughs> Barbie multiverse can't wait across the Barbieverse
1: number one next year 100%
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright Kyan most anticipated 2023 what you got
3: my number one is Wonka
1: oh yes <laughs> one over <laughs> Dune.
0: yep Oh my gosh, Timothy Chalamet owns you. Wow. <laughs> it does, one and two.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, it technically he does. Yeah, I, wow. I actually
0: thought that Wonka was out, but I was like, once you said Dune, I was like, what, the, what could be number one? Yeah. Wonka. Yeah, really? As soon as I said Dune
1: yeah, and I see no. my comment, I was like, oh, wait, no. It's yeah. Wonka. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's, very, that's the biggest surprise.
3: Um, Second biggest. There's a few reasons. Obviously, Paul King, um, his Paddington films are amazing, there's a reason they're so revered. Um, and then they're not even like low key amazing. They're just straight up amazing. Yeah. Um, a, a big part of it is really the fact that it's it's tone. What it looks to from the the photos that I have seen, its tone looks exactly what I would want. Yeah. But the primary reason is that it is a musical.
1: Oh, is it? It is, is it? a musical. Oh. Nah.
3: And and that excites <laughs> me a lot because <laughs> I didn't do my
2: research like, in, on this in, list. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, because yeah. I think that um, it works best as a musical. Mm. Th- th- these these films. So. Well, Charlie? And Ch- they're
0: all musicals, aren't
3: they? Um, because I know Charlie and the Chalk Factor is the Johnny Depp one. Yeah, but but it's not really a full musical. It it, it has musical elements to it. Just whenever a kid gets. Gone. Yeah, it's just <laughs> more like, it's, it's more like the Oompa something. Loompas come in, yeah. they sing something for about 30 seconds, walk out. It's not a real musical. Right, right, okay, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. It just has some musical elements. Um, I, I don't know weird. what it is about this movie, but I just have a lot of faith in it. Um, wow. to deliver something
0: I'm surprised it's number one I put it at nine I'm like ha! it's going to be higher than the other guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hit me on that one yeah, but you know N- Nane's learning it's musical now so maybe Dune makes the top ten list um, yeah. maybe it he, does he's not a big fan of musicals but that excites me a little bit more now Yeah, I'm a little more excited for it um, but no I, I, th- I think that movie is just going to be pure magic and I, th- I think we're going to see that on the screen yes yeah um, yeah, and my most anticipated for Ooh. 2023 is Oppenheimer. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, you guys know I'm the biggest Nolan fan. I love Nolan. I have complete uh, faith in everything that he does. And, you know, it shouldn't really be questioned as to, oh, what do you have so much faith? Like, it's pretty obvious, you know, he just yeah. makes, you know, banger after banger. It's kind of, He's kind of like a Denis Villeneuve. I think those two are kind of like, the closest things to household names and for directors these days yeah um and i I think nolan is the most popular in that respect yeah um but you know you you put a cast like this together i I think that's impressive in itself um the budget's about 100 million so it's about dunkirk kind of levels in terms of budget Mm -hmm. so you know you see Dunkirk looks a lot higher than that so he can put he can make a budget work really well Mm -hmm. um and I, th- I just think you know you put Nolan to like a smaller scale movie I'm really interested in that I want to see it because you, you you put him to these you know um, high budget you know sci-fi thriller kind of shit mm-hmm. um, or yeah stuff like that you know like and Interstellar in- Inception you know what he's going to bring to that yeah and, and it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of intrigue and you know complex uh, complexity and all that kind of stuff but you know a smaller scale movie I I I want to see what he can do with it. It's based
1: it's, on real events as well. Yeah, it's mm. it's,
0: it's very different from and you know, he's he's a director that constantly explores different avenues of filmmaking yeah. in terms of, you know, uh, narrative categories, I guess. Well, how you watch um, it, how it's paced, how it's viewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he loves the concept of time and he'll bring it into this movie, of course, but mm. it doesn't stop it from being enjoyable. I'm, I'm yeah. very very excited as i am for those top seven movies honestly like <laughs> they are interchangeable yeah so yeah you know all right um so we're going to take a quick break we're going to pause the podcast recording now we're going to get together we're going to uh sort out our official top 10 must dispatch list all together now all mm. right all right all right easy done we've come together we've compiled all of our list. we've combined it into a movie games Most anticipated of 2023. Starting with number 10. Mm. We got Asteroid City by Wes Anderson. Ninth. Killers of the Flower Moon. Eighth. John Wick 4. Seventh. Dune Part 2. Sixth. (laughs) Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fifth. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Spider Man across the Spider Verse, third, Wonka, second, Barbie, and first, Oppenheimer. Yeah. So that is our list. That is our most anticipated for twenty twenty three. Yep. Yeah. That was a that was a tough one. That is a it's a very very dense year. A lot of goodies in there, especially that that top eight section of it all. I, yeah. Yeah. A lot to look forward to. You now, what what are your thoughts, Nan, about the whole? Entire. Yeah, I think list. it's a good list. It's, good, good list.
1: it's a good representation of all of our lists.
0: I think so. Right? I it was for me, I thought it was like um quite quite close in our agreement to it. Usually it's quite skewed in the way we are. Yeah. The uh, way our lists kinda kinda of come together. But this time it was quite nice in terms of Yeah. I do together. Except for Dune. But yeah. Yeah, I think it might have
3: yeah. something to do with the fact that a lot of our yeah. like sort of offhand favorite directors that, that they're not like our like core favorite directors but they're mm. sort of like our side ones that we admire yeah that um aren't part of next year mm. they're, they're really kind of they're in a break or they're doing something else yeah. yeah so um you know we probably don't have those favorites S-fabel favoritized stuff. ones in there except for nolan but for me personally but yeah, yeah, yeah but he's not one yeah. of the offhand he's your primary he, favorite director. He's not an offhand one. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we know that denise Villeneuve is not Nan's favorite director. That's for sure. <laughs> we sure do. I can't believe it's number seven. Um, oh, the roasts are good. Uh, <laughs> he's going to hear this throughout the year, but we'll
0: make him <laughs> dumb. Make him pay for it. Nah, um, but yeah, no, a good list, a great lineup coming in terms of movies. If, if you're a movie fan, now is the time um let's pray that studios can hold these release dates that you know the post-production can be done and a movie can be released in good time um if anything the movie industry needs some stability right now it's been a a tough time it is for everybody in the world and you know i think i think movies do a a lot for for a lot for people in general um and so if we have a good year of movies hopefully that can translate to some greater things um but yeah no that is our most anticipated. That is our movie games special. Um, as I said before, uh, in terms of our, our future plans, we're still working that out. We're still talking about it. Um, we'll have more on that later. But yeah, for now, just, uh, you know, go visit moviegames.com. Go visit, on, visit us on Instagram. Um, we are, we're taking an international trip through Europe and at the end of December, start of January, so we'll be offline during those times but Mm -hmm. you know in the new year we'll figure out what we're doing and you know we'll have a bit of a a bit of path ahead but yeah if you're listening thanks for listening anyway enjoy the new year merry christmas see everybody see ya
1: see you
2: later